Hello everyone and welcome to episode two of That's Lame. Hello. We're woohoo. <laughs> So we're going to start episode two by playing a little game that we like to play called What's Been Lame and What's Been Sound this week. Lame or sound? And um, we're going to do that, I think, every episode, aren't we? And it's basically what's been lame is what's the bad things that has happened in the past week. And what's been sound is what's been the good things that's happened this week. What's been lame in your week? What's been lame in my week? Oh, where to begin? Um, (laughs) I rode my horses after they'd had nearly 12 days off. <laughs> I feel like our lame is both going to be the fact that we have literally not been able to ride for the past two weeks because the arena's been completely it's been frozen. horrendous. But I don't know what I was expecting. No. Because I knew it was going to be bad. And it, like, they weren't that bad, but in my mind, that was so annoying, the right frame of mind. My January's just been horrific from start to finish. Yeah. But definitely, <laughs> just thought I'd voice that out there. Um, but yeah, definitely not being able to ride, I really struggled with because we were we were managing to lunge them, weren't we? Mm, just about. But it was like walk, trot. No canter. No, on like a 20 meter circle that we'd harrowed yeah. at the bottom of the school. And it was just... It was Groundhog Day. It was Groundhog Day. Every single day. Groundhog was Week. Oh, it was just horrendous. Mm. But luckily we have, <laughs> we've come out the other side with our sanity just about intact. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I remember literally a few days ago as I was ranting to one of the liveries. Like the thing is, we do what we do on the yard so we can ride. Like the riding is the fun yeah. part. I was like, I haven't signed up just to be like a professional shit shoveler. You know what I mean? You can't pick up the poo because they're frozen ants. Oh, I did. I was like, I was like, I felt like I was working in the mines. I literally, I took my fork down there and I was whacking them to break them and then put them in the wheelbarrow. We're so girly girls. Yeah, we are. (laughs) So that's definitely been the lame, I would say. That's been horrendous. Yeah. Okay, so what's been sound this week? <laughs> such the a negative Nelly. It was so dramatic. I'm such a negative Nelly. I could list so many like yeah. negatives. But there is a little thing that we like to do sometimes, which is at the end of the day, we like to list three good things that happened that day. Mm. And it's a really good way of like pinpointing the good parts that have actually happened that day. Even if you had a terrible day, I'm sure you can find three good things. Even if it's something stupid like you wore a comfy pair of socks. I remember though once, I don't mind the three good things, but I remember one day you were like, name three things you like about yourself. And I was like, <laughs> not doing no, that. No, 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 we're not doing that. No. no. But no, I'd say a sound thing has definitely probably been being able to ride like, yeah. again. The arena's defrosting. That, the endorphin rush, I forgot you know what that was like you forgot that you actually enjoyed it yeah no I was just like it's it's not until you don't you can't do something that you realize actually how much you miss it yeah so when I got back in the saddle a couple of days ago I was just like yes yeah after my initial terrible first day back riding the second day was great like everything was absolutely fine again see I had the other way around did you my my first day was fine Mm -hmm. and then the second day all the horses were just a bit feral Can you believe that Love Island is on right now? No. It's winter. I didn't I didn't actually realise that winter Love Island was a thing. Neither did I. I'm really like bamboozled by it. I'm not watching it though. No, neither am I. I I've seen like a few clips, but 
for me, watching them all in a villa in bikinis in the sun whilst I'm freezing my ass off <laughs> in January just doesn't really do it for no. me. Summer Love Island because it's summer. It's summer. Yeah, you feel like you're, I don't know. It's hot girl summer. Like you can go outside and actually feel the sun. Yeah, you feel like you're there with them yeah. all. But yeah, Winter Love Island. It's, no. I couldn't even, other than Farmer Will, I could literally, I could not tell you any of their names. No, absolutely no idea. Do you think that a sheep boy is the equivalent of a horse girl? Or do you think they're worse? A sheep boy. <laughs> I don't know many. <laughs> I don't know any. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's definitely very like similar probably traits and that is lifestyle. We're, we're both obsessed. I would say there's a lot of parallels with farming and farming boys and equestrian girls and yeah. people in general. Like, I think there's lots of overlap for sure. Apart from we don't wear much tweed. No. No tweed. I've, I've worn overalls on the yard before. <laughs> <laughs> overalls for lack of tweed. I was jet washing a stable. And you had overalls on? Mm -hmm. Did you feel like a farmer? Yeah, no, I really did. did. Yeah, I really wow. liked wearing overalls. So they're quite... I mean, to start with, I felt like some weird, like, overgrown adult baby. <laughs> but then I kind of liked it. It felt quite practical, actually. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I I have seen some of, like, the TikToks of Farmer Will, and they are quite funny. Mm. I just... I don't have TikTok, so I'm really not... No. I'm not in that scene, but I've seen his videos on Instagram because mm -hmm. sometimes they're reposted, and you've shown me some of them before. Yeah, they're, they're... I'm not. I'm not a fan. <laughs> When we saw that he was like going on Love Island, I was like, oh, have you not seen who he is? No, like, you were like, yes, I love Farmer Will. <laughs> Stop, don't give it away. I think actually that Farmer Will came up on a dating app before. Yes, we no, I've seen, I've seen him on a dating app. Yeah, he's yeah. from Buckinghamshire. Okay, do you know who else I saw on a dating app? Who? Someone from The Apprentice. Who? I don't watch The Apprentice either. See, I don't watch The Apprentice because it fills me with too much anxiety. A bit like MasterChef. Right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but my parents are watching and I walked in and I like stopped and did a double take. And I was like, who is that? Why do I recognize that man that's on The Apprentice? And I was like, I'm fairly sure I've seen him on a dating app. So I looked at my dating app, searched his name and an account came up that's been deleted. No way. Yeah. And I'm fairly sure it's wow. him. I don't think... I've had Hugo Hammond's brother match with me. <laughs> Mad flex. So That's Hugo... not a flex. That's <laughs> so not a flex. It's not even funny. It's only people that don't know Hugo, Hugo Hammond was on Love Island, like, what, a couple of years ago. His brother matched with me, I think. Um, but that's the only like person that's been remotely like I don't know. I wouldn't say he's famous, but like is that is that as famous as you've got? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but those things lead us very nicely onto our first dilemma. Oh, does it? <laughs> so, Joanna and myself messaged a few friends asking various different people to send some dilemmas in. So, we're going to pick a couple and basically chat about them. So, dilemma one, somebody wrote, How should I introduce my non-horsey boyfriend to my horse? and my yard friends? A very good question. One that I do have experience in. Do you have experience in that? I've only ever had non-horsey boyfriends. I've never had a horsey boyfriend. No. But then that's partly because I only actually... Came into horses a little while ago. Like a couple of years ago, I was like, yeah, I want to do this for a living. Yeah. But yeah, both my previous relationships were non-horsey boyfriends. Okay, so give me like a breakdown of how you would introduce them. How did you introduce what them? What I would say is with 
I feel like horsey girls should come with like a warning label for boys. <laughs> just a giant red flag. Just carry it around with you. It's just they need to know what they're getting themselves into, I feel. Yeah. Their weekends are never going to be the same. No. So that I just want to voice out there yeah. first and foremost. But also from my experience, albeit limited, I would say that there are definitely two types of mm-hmm. non-horsey boyfriends. Okay, yeah. Categorize them. Mm-hmm. You know me. <laughs> you, you get one type. Mm-hmm. That just, they are so hands-on. Yeah. They're carrying the water buckets. They're carrying the mountain block. They're really trying and they're like super conscientious. They Mm -hmm. ask loads of questions and they're like really sort of involved into it. But also not like, they don't assume that they know everything. They know that they're learning. Yeah. And then you get your other type (laughs) where I feel like they think they just get it. Yeah. They're the type of guy that's like, oh, why don't you just sit there when you're riding? Oh. You know? Yeah, that's how they sound as well. Yeah, that is, that's how all of them sound. So if you're on a date with somebody and they sound like that, run. They're, they're type two. <laughs> Get out. They're the worst type though, I feel. Yeah. I categorise a type three actually. Oh, okay. Which Please is, share. Um, why don't you just sell them? Oh my God, really? Yeah. Why don't you just sell the horses? But you could buy a nice house if you sold the horse. You could buy a nice car if you sold the horse. Oh, so one that just doesn't understand your lifestyle Just doesn't get it. And let me tell you, they do not stick around for no. long. They're gone. I'm no. like, they're like, why don't you sell the horse? And I'm like, well, why don't I just get rid of you yeah. instead, actually? <laughs> Bye-bye. Off you go. Yeah, that's so rude. Ugh, can't be dealing with that. I've never had type, type three. Yeah, if you get type three. <laughs> okay, so type one is like the best, like willing, conscientious. Yeah. Type two thinks, you know, know it all. Yeah. But arrogant and type three just run screaming for the hills yeah Yeah. (laughs) straight down the muck heap (laughs) i haven't dealt with a type three (laughs) thank goodness yeah but i've dealt with a type two and i remember i actually took him to a riding lesson because i thought if you're so arrogant and like just assuming that you know what you're doing when you've never even seen a horse before you know dating me i was like you can go for have a little riding lesson and he was horrendous <laughs> he was absolutely horrendous um but i remember after his lesson like, i spent the whole time just videoing it literally laughing thinking god he looks so terrible <laughs> i'm a lovely girlfriend <laughs> it's a surprise that you're not still with him actually <laughs> so shocking that i'm still single um, anyway but when the lesson finished he was like oh yeah no i thought i did really well actually but i think i needed a faster horse because the Sorry. horse was a bit slow. Because obviously he was put on like this really lovely, sweet little coloured cob yeah. that just wasn't going to go anywhere, as you do for like your first so ever lesson. he wanted to get on a racehorse or He something. wanted to go on something faster because he thought that that... Oh. Yeah, he didn't think he was the problem. He just thought he needed a faster horse. So part of me was like some like twisted part of me was like, I really wish they actually put him on something a bit dangerous to sort of like <laughs> shake him up a bit. Because I just thought... What? What are you doing? So he was a type two. Yeah. And I feel like I've gone on a bit of a tangent, but I promise it is relevant because what I'm basically trying to say is I think how you introduce your non-horsey boyfriend to your horsey friends depends on what type they are. You need to identify the type first. We're getting scientific. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're not playing around. (laughs) No, we don't mess. So yeah. So there's the three types. So three is just on the mucky. You've just got to... Don't introduce him. Break up with him. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm sorry. If someone's telling you to sell your horse. No. There's nothing more to be said about that type. Um, Type two, I think throw them in the deep end. Take them to a riding lesson. 
Let them bring in the horse. Let them learn the hard way. But I would say the way that they interact with the horses is also a very good explanation of their character. Yeah, exactly. So you've just got to actually like really work it out for yourself. <laughs> I thought what, you it about- <laughs> is, what is it that you want? Because if they're a type one and they're sweet and they're loving. Yeah, then I feel like don't stress. Just, just do it. Take them to the yard. They'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. And yeah, they'll get involved and, and all the rest of it. But I feel like I thought you were going to be like, if they're type G and they're arrogant, just break up with them. <laughs> just Maybe in- don't tell them about like she's cleaning right from day to day. Okay, so moving on to dilemma two, which is quite deep, I think. Mm. So it is how to know when to keep going within the equestrian industry. I think this is so poignant at this time of year as well. A hundred percent. January is really hard. I, I read somewhere the other day, it's like January is like the Monday of months. Yeah. And you just... are lying to yourself if you don't <laughs> sometimes question what the point of having horses is in January. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because in December, well, even like November and December, you've got Christmas to look forward to. Yeah. And it's just such a festive time of year that it makes the bad weather like bearable. But in January and February, it's just, it's really hard. And the thought of spring feels so far away. And for a lot of people, having the horses is so that you can compete. And at the moment, there aren't any competitions on. I mean, I really feel for like the event riders and stuff who have such an off season and all they can do is train. Yeah. They can go and do other things. But, you know, like if we don't really have that in the dressage world because, in terms of the season, the dressage season like never ends. No, it's got winter and summer. On. Yeah, um, but they like don't have really anything to look forward to, like yeah, week by week. Yeah, and I, I suppose they're like cross country training and all the rest of it. Like you can't really do that in the winter no. if the weather's bad and the ground's frozen. Um, on the other side of that, they can literally give their horses like a month off and that on holiday, so <laughs> that <laughs> which we can't do. But yeah, I think like first of all, I would just say potentially having those thoughts of self-doubt, you know, what am I doing with my life? I think that's totally normal. I think it's when you, if you are thinking those things, realise that everyone else is thinking them too. Yeah, you're not alone. I mean, it's totally human to sort of question what you're doing, especially especially in the equestrian industry, I think, because yeah. it can feel quite isolating, mm-hmm. especially in the winter, even if you're working within a team they're often small teams so you're only seeing the same people day in day out yeah so even though you've got probably like plenty of other people out there that care about you and your friends and stuff you're not connecting with them on necessarily on a day-to-day basis so I think it is quite isolating yeah hugely so yeah I think first of all just don't panic like yeah that's normal I think sometimes you have to think to yourself, okay, so I'm having these thoughts of, should I be doing this? Is this really what I want to do? Ask yourself that same question on a lovely spring day Mm. because the weather does affect so much that we do because everything that we do is outside. Yeah. Um, But if you are still questioning that in spring, summer, then you've got to really think about, okay, how long do I want to do this for? You know, maybe set yourself like a time frame. Be like, okay, if I'm still not enjoying it by this date, then maybe I'll think about taking a step back or maybe I should sell one of these horses so that it can like ease a little bit of the pressure that I'm putting on myself Mm. off. 
Yeah. And I think as well, it's about putting it into perspective. I personally haven't been in the equestrian industry for that long, as I've mentioned, it's Mm -hmm. only been about a couple of years, but I have worked in other fields, namely like mental health. And I have worked jobs that I have actually fully hated. Yeah. And so those experiences for me were quite good in informing my present day. Because I've had those thoughts sometimes where I'm thinking, God, what am I doing? Yeah. Is this the right thing? You know, should I just have horses as a side hustle? And Side hustle? No, but do you know what I mean? Like, should I have a, a job to finance the horses or should yeah. I do horses full time? You do have those sort of self-doubts. But I always look back to that job that I actually hated and I think, well, I'm not like that because that job that I hated, like I was waking up tearful every day, like mm-hmm. panic attacks, you know, feeling really low, like almost not wanting to go into work. So sort of not faking illness, but almost like wanting to be ill so you don't have yeah. to go in. Like, and that's really, such really, a horrible place to be yeah, in. And, and quite low. So for me, when I have those tiny self-doubts now, I sort of think well, I'm not like that. And also I look at it that we do horses about what, six days a week, Mm -hmm. longer than nine to five. Yeah. Basically way less holiday than the average nine to five job. It's like we've said before, it's a lifestyle. It's not a job, isn't it? Yeah. And I sort of think, well, if I ask my friend, like I've got lots of friends that work sort of in the morning. have got lots of friends. I've got a lot of friends that work in more corporate roles. And if I said to them, look, you could work the same job that you're working now, but the hours will be more 7.30 to five and six, six days a week and with less holiday, Mm -hmm. they'd be like, no way. Whereas I can do that quite happily. So I'm like, well, I must really love what I do to be able to do it like that. Yeah. It's basically what I'm saying. We obviously haven't worked within like, a big city firm or anything but Mm. I wonder if maybe some listeners can write in and tell us do you genuinely enjoy parts of every single day that you work within Mm. like an office setup because even though you know 80% of our days are terrible there's still parts of it that you can really enjoy you know like you see your horse and you're it gives you that little endorphin of like oh my god I love him um and you know you do things that you still enjoy I wonder if in other works there's some days there's nothing that you enjoy. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people do love their job. A lot of people hate their job. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people that work nine to five are working to fund their lifestyle. Yeah. And that's the difference. Whereas our job is our life. Yeah. Um, In the same breath with that, I think your job being your lifestyle can be quite hard as well because it's quite inescapable. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's where these feelings may be coming from the idea that you know there's not much variety yeah you know it's very 100% full on all the time you know maybe if you have the availability to have a bit of a break Mm. maybe see if you can do that yeah see if you know also the horses really don't mind if you turn them out in the field for a couple weeks you know and go off and do something else no but yeah I think it's sort of like god sorry, you're feeling these self-doubts, but know that you're not alone. Other people have peaks and troughs of feeling Mm -hmm. the same thing. And yeah, maybe just weigh up the pros and cons. Of of what it is that you're doing. Yeah. I think um, I could possibly use myself as like a little bit of a, what's the word? Example. Example. 
So I think I could use myself as a little bit of an example. Uh, so I fell off a horse and I, you know, hurt my back quite badly um, in 2019. And that really you hurt made your me... back. Quite... You broke your back. <laughs> I don't want to use that phrase. I hurt my back quite badly. <laughs> I know. Um, you broke it. Someone asked me the other day, they were like, oh, what? So you fell off a horse? I was like, no, I took an unplanned dismount, actually. Thanks very much. Anyway, I broke my back in 2019 in the summer and I definitely went through like a midlife crisis. I don't want to say, well, no, it wasn't midlife crisis because I hope my life has lasted like 40 years. But I really was like, what am I doing? Because, you know, I broke my back through doing my job. Um, and it, it, I would say it's taken me a couple of years to like get back into it and be like, actually, no, this is what I want to do. But I wouldn't say I do it in the same sphere as what I did previously. Yeah. And I think that's actually a really valid point. I think the idea of context, what is going on right now? Have mm -hmm. you just had a fall? Have you had a few competitions that have gone really badly? Yeah. Because if that's the case, then what you're feeling right now might be a consequence of that yeah. rather than you actually not liking working within yeah. the industry. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, weighing up the pros and cons and also thinking, am I just feeling like this? now because mm -hmm. of x y z that's happened or is this a more long-term is this feeling? a deeper issue yeah yeah and i i just think for me the fact that this has been asked at this time of year might be that it's a bit more context mm -hmm. related but brighter days are coming i mean that was so poetic <laughs> brighter days are coming came from the heart <laughs> <laughs> no truly though so hang in there yeah, hang in there and talk to people about it as well. Yeah, I think reach out to your support network, whether it's your friends, your family or your work colleagues. I I just think the most important thing that you can do is talk to people Yeah, and voice your concerns with your nearest and dearest. A problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah, you've got this. You'll be fine. That was a natural saying, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Ooh, that was quite heavy. That was for us. We got really deep. We were like looking into each other's eyes. <laughs> so no, I feel very, I, I really am invested in those sort of questions. Yeah. So keep those questions coming. Yeah, please do. Because we like it. Yeah. But we did want to end on a <laughs> more joyous note. Yeah. And it involves dry Jan. Yeah. Now, talking about January and how horrific it is. Yeah. So neither of us are big drinkers, are we? But occasionally we like the odd tipple. I don't actually think I've had... A drink all of January. I think I've unintentionally you, done dry January. Really? You yeah. completed it? Well, I don't think I've had a drink. Wow. But I'm not a big drinker. I only drink no. when I go out, which is very rare. And then she drinks heavy. <laughs> then I black out. No. <laughs> um, so I, I I wanted to do dry Jan. Um, not, not for any other reason than it's nice to feel like you achieve something. Well, your mum's doing it as well, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> She's doing really well. She's doing really well. Um, I, on the other hand, am not. So it, we, we'd had a really bad day on the yard. It was a Monday and it was just everything had gone wrong. N nothing like dramatic, but 
just the little things and we we were both just like oh my god I can't cope with this the little things that are negligible in the long run Mm. but really irritating in the present yeah it's just one of those days yeah like you put a rug on it falls off and hits me in the face so like (laughs) your thing like it it was cold and I think my finger got stuck to the door like I dropped a bucket of water down my boot oh that's that's one I was about to say when you're like filling up a bucket of water and and like a splash goes down your welly Uh, not even a splash like a flood (laughs) (laughs) or the or the um what's another one um, the wheelbarrow tipping over. Oh, it, it was just like, it was literally every single thing. And, and by like lunchtime, when these things just carried on happening, we would just look at each other and just be like, really? Like another one? Um, so at the end of that day, I was like, that's it. I need to have a glass of wine. Mm. You know, like I really need to unwind because otherwise I like, I, I was just, I was just coiled, you know, I, I just needed it. So I sat down my glass of wine and I was like, gosh, this is really like slightly disappointing that I haven't been able to achieve dry Jan. Mm. It was also blue Monday, but we didn't realize that until like the end oh of my the God, day. Yeah. And yeah. we were like, no wonder today's been absolutely terrible. Mm. It's like statistically the worst day of the year. Anyway. So I'm sitting there with my glass of wine and I was like, mm, nice. And then I was like, hang on a ticket <laughs> I literally felt like my eyes just like widened and I was like I haven't been doing dry jan at all I've been having a Bailey's hot chocolate nearly every morning since Christmas that's so funny literally ridiculous because I I just <laughs> I just I really liked coming in from mucking out and having a Bailey's hot chocolate because I just felt like it really warmed me up. Obviously, now I realise it warms me up because it's alcohol. But also, I think I came in the next morning or something and I came out of the bathroom, walked into the kitchen and it it smelled like a brewery. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, who's drinking right now? It's like nine o'clock in the morning. You're like, um, oh, I thought I was doing dry January, but then I realised I had a Bailey's hot chocolate every day this year. And I was like, not every year, maybe like every other year. But I probably had like 10 by like the 16th. I think you've had had a Bailey's hot chocolate every day this week. I think I have. It makes me laugh as well because you make the hot chocolate (laughs) and you fill it up and then you just like (laughs) fill the rest up with Bailey's. So funny. I thought it's not an alcoholic. Like I would say it's probably like the hot chocolate's like three quarters up the mug and then you're just like fills it right to the right to the top. It's probably taking me like three months to get through like one bottle of Bailey's though. You're gonna be in like spring still, how are you? (laughs) Completely I promise hooked. I won't. <laughs> oh, it was really bad though. Luckily, I don't actually like drive anywhere ever. So like that in terms of that, like it doesn't matter. Like I don't think anyone was worried about you <laughs> drink driving. driving on a baby's hot chocolate. <laughs> Ma'am, step out the car. <laughs> Please step out the vehicle. I would also add, like, I don't like bougie it. Like it doesn't have cream or anything in it. Oh, that's okay then. <laughs> that makes it fine. That makes it non-alcoholic. Yeah. You've got to treat yourself in January. Well, you're lacto-free, aren't you? So if you added cream. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saying that. <laughs> okay, so that is the end of episode two. Thank you so much for listening. Also, can I just say... <laughs> What do you want to say? No, I just want to say that in Dilemma 1, I really hope we actually answered your question because... I don't know whether we actually did. I think I just got a bit distracted. When we answer questions, I think just take what you want from it. And also we are not <laughs> professionals, so... We have no qualifications No, absolutely anything. No. We are both single, so that speaks <laughs> so, so maybe don't listen to <laughs> it. No, <laughs> listen to it, but don't listen to it, if you get what I mean. <laughs> don't take it on board, No, anything that we've said. No, but in the, you know, on the same, what is it, breath? In the same breath, is that how you say it? In the same breath, please, on the other hand, (laughs) please keep sending them in. Yeah. Because we do love chatting about them. 
Yeah. And we've got plenty more stories to oh, tell. Oh, we do. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.